Great. Well, just going to come to the word just for a few mo- for a few moments this morning. I want to apologise first of all. I am sorry about last week because I got a few messages after the service saying, "Dan, I hold you full responsibility because I've gone and bought a load of cake." Well, obviously, you needed some cake. <laughs> um, but um, we're getting into this little series over these next few weeks. Um, just pulling out just a few things from this, from this book, uh, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. And um, it's just um, a wonderful book filled with honest, real conversations. And uh, many people around, around the nation are just connecting with this book. But, you know, they're connecting with this book, but not realizing who they're actually connecting with. It's amazing, isn't it? But, you know, we believe in the Bible. We believe that the Bible is the book of life. It is everything that we need. But God is also speaking through other books. And, um, and it's amazing that the amount of people that are just drawn to this book. And um, it's basically a boy who's got lots of questions. Um, and he's trying to find home. He's trying to find what, what home even looks like. And he goes on this journey and he comes and finds a little friend, a mole. And um, a mole has, um, he's just obsessed about cake really and a bit greedy. Um, And then um, the the next kind of meeting is with a fox. And I want to get into this first kind of initial meeting they have with this fox. But but last week, um, my whole point was um, from John 6 where Jesus says, you know, um, I am the bread of life, whoever comes to me. Uh, will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me shall never be thirsty. And we are, you know, in this life, we're trying to fill ourselves up, fill, fill ourselves up with the things that we think is missing our lives, but ultimately, Jesus is everything that we need. He is the one who truly satisfies us. And, you know, we might want to try and fill our souls up, fill our stomachs up with cake, but, and we always want more, don't we? And we're always, it might not be cake, but be other things. We just want to keep on having more and more and more. And they think there's still something missing, but it's, it's Jesus. People just need Jesus in their life. And he is the one that, that satisfies us like no other. And, um, and so the boy and the mole, they now meet a fox. And the fox finds himself in a bit of trouble in their first meeting. And the mole says this, I'm not afraid, said the mole. If I wasn't caught in this snare, I'd kill you, said the fox. If you stay in that snare, you will die, said the mole. So the mole chewed through the wire with his tiny teeth. My point I want to get into this morning is that the love and the kindness that we show to others is all part of the way of preparing the way to set people free. We all get to play a part in the journey of setting people free, and we get to play a part of setting people free from, from things bigger than what they think they're caught up in. And um, we, we believe today, followers of Jesus, that the snare has been broken for us. Um, in the Bible, Jesus has given us this challenging command. I don't like it, (laughs) but we've got to do it. He says, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. 
challenging, isn't it? How do we do that? How do we love our enemies? How do we do good to those who hate us? How do you bless? How do you pray for those who abuse us? We cannot do that on our, on our own. I've shared with you a story of, um, before of how I struggled at school of being a Christian. I got bullied and I found it tough. And it took its toll on me, and I had a moment. And, you know, a moment of, like, I'm just, I've had enough of this now. You know, I'm, I'm, I've had enough of this, um, you know, bullying and all that kind of stuff. And I had this moment in class. I'm not proud. I'm kind of proud. No, I'm not proud. Um, <laughs> it just worked a treat. And it was a standard class game. And I do apologize, parents, because it might give your kids ideas. There's not many children in today, though. Children don't do it. Um, but it was a standard class game with this pin, and it's being passed around the class. And it just so happened that the guy in front of me was doing my head in. He was the one who would, who would bully me as well. And it was all happening in class. And this pin, not this one, but the pin was being passed around. And I had a few seconds to make this happen. And it just so happened, it came to me, and the guy in front of me stood up. And so I just had to do it. I had to. It was a moment of madness, I know, but I thought, I've had enough of this. I'm going to get you good. And so this pin was, I, had a, I only had a few seconds, and he just so happened to feel, he did stand up. He didn't know I had this pin behind me. I was just in prime position there on his chair, and he sat back down and screamed so loud. <laughs> it was amazing. It was a wonderful class moment. Everybody laughed. I loved it. But the teacher saw me. I was in trouble. But, you know, hurting people hurt others. And I wanted to hurt him. And it worked. <laughs> but, you know, it's not the way to go. Um, we are called to be different. We are called to stand out. And how do we do that? I want to say to us today, we do it with a spirit of gentleness. We do it with a spirit of gentleness. This is how we love people who might be against us. This is how we do good. It's how we bless and it's how we pray for those who abuse us. We do it with a spirit of gentleness. Gentleness is one of the nine fruits of the spirit that the Apostle Paul shares in Galatians 5 verse 22 to 23, and he also says in Philippians 4, verse 5, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Gentleness has set each and every one of us free, and we are called to influence others with gentleness. True gentleness is demonstrating that softness of heart towards others. It is showing courage without violence. It requires strength to forgive, and it means having the wisdom and understanding of how others are feeling. In this story, the fox has been hurt. He is angry, frustrated with life, and caught up in this snare, going around in circles, trying to get out of it. And he takes this out on the small mole who still has the courage to stand there, speak word of truth, and help him out. See, our words and our actions, they are powerful. Therefore, our words and actions can prepare the way for transformation in people's lives. Many of us in this place have been transformed 
by the gentleness of Jesus. Because I'm trying to find something that's a bit like a snare, and I came across a football net. <laughs> See, sport's good for everything, isn't it? But we can, this is us, you know, we've all been in it. Every single one of us, we've all been in it, and we've just been walking through life, and we've just been caught. And we get tangled up, and we're thinking, what's this? You know, what's this? And we're like, just getting tied up around it. I'll try and tie myself up around it. You know, this is what we can end up being like. Just tying ourselves up with anger, with frustration, you know, with jealousy, with addictions. And we're like trying to get out. We just can't get out. But, you know, we all need one another. We need someone. And we need someone to come. Denise, come up. And like, you know. <laughs> Denise, work with me here. I know you're tempted to do that, and we can be tempted to do like, oh, I'm not sure I want to, and all that kind of stuff. Are you going to tighten it even more? But people do that. People do try and tighten us even more, but we, we have a part to play in other people's lives of trying to help them, help them free. Thank you. Set people free. Thank you. That was amazing. But we also believe today that this snare that has been tied around us, it doesn't need to stay around us because we believe that the snare has been broken. We believe that someone came for us. We believe that someone died for us. And it has all been tied on the cross for each and every one of us. Our addictions are on there. Our shame is on there. All the jealousy, the hurt, the brokenness is on there. Forgiveness is alive because of what Jesus has done for each and every one of us. Jesus has set us free. He has broken the snare. He has broken the snare. And we have a part to play in other people's lives, you know, to help them find Jesus. We can try and help them untangle themselves and point them, point them to the cross. This is where it's been, been dealt with. This is where it's all been finished with. He died for you and for me. And that is the greatest love of all. It's the amazing grace. The snare has been broken. The one who did no wrong, the one who did not sin, became sin for you and for me. For me. The nails did not keep Jesus on that cross. It was our sin that kept him there. And he did this to demonstrate the incredible love and grace of God. Jesus says in John 8, 35, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. He didn't save us through violence. He saved us by his gentleness. And there might be many of us today in this place that need the snare to be broken. And it requires us to acknowledge that we are caught that we have caught up in the ways of the world and we have been living in sin. But Jesus wants to set you free. He says, Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and I am humble in heart. This is who Jesus is. And each and every one of us have a mission. And that mission is to prepare the way for that snare to be broken in people's lives. The Apostle Paul says in Galatians 6 verse 1, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person 
gently. But watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. We may just be surprised at what happens when we help people out, people who we think are not going to respond the way that we want them to respond. And it was interesting in this story that as the fox allowed the mole to set him free, he was then curious about the love and the kindness that was shown to him. And he goes on the journey alongside the boy and the mole. Their next meeting is with a new character, and that is the horse. And a new conversation begins to happen. The horse asks the question, We all need a reason to keep going, said the horse. What's yours? The fox says, you three. Getting home, said the boy. Cake, said the mole. But the most important thing I want to get into this is that the fox fox found something in his journey. He found friendship. And there's been no greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And we'll get into a little bit more about friendship next week. But the fox was set free. He was curious and wanting to find out more. And as he goes on the journey, he found friendship, he found love, he found kindness. And that's what happens to us as we go on the journey with with others. People who hurt, they can hurt others. But we have a mission to set people free with the gentleness that we have, that spirit of gentleness. And we only do that with God in our lives. Amen. I want to respond together with the Lord's Prayer. And um, we're going to invite the worship team up and we're going to finish our service in song in just a moment. But if we can all stand, I've got the Lord's Prayer on, um, on the screen. May the spirit of gentleness uh, fill you guys this week and everything that you do. Know that the snare has been broken for your life and we have a mission to prepare the way for others to come and be with Jesus. And um, let's just pray together right now as we read this out together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. We're going to worship the Lord together this morning and uh, we're going to close our service with There's nothing that our God cannot do. Amen.